Hello and herzlich willkommen zum Auf die Fresse, die VXV Review Podcast in English. And we're making tape again. Yep, I'm in Hamilton, joined with Mike Kilby once again. And Mike, it's been quite a few uh, busy weeks since we last recorded, being the day we, dro uh, we dropped last episode. It's a bombshell from WXW and a lot of folks scrambling in terms of uh, watching back catalog. Yes, um, yeah, it was been a bit of a bit, of, <laughs> been a bit of a mad one, really. Um, as always, the almost the curse of the upload. So I dread to think what will happen uh, when we upload this one. But uh, yeah, uh, WXW now effectively died um, <laughs> the day we, the day we, um, uh, the day we uploaded. So. Um, it was seemingly all lost, uh, and then it suddenly sort of came back quite quickly, a lot quicker than I was expecting, to be honest. Yeah, so you've been offline of, and say, under a rock, but basically the 6th of January, they announced, uh, we've, this is the statement they post in English, unfortunately we have to inform you after an enormously frustrating month, we've extraordinarily terminated or cancelled all contracts with Vimeo. WXW now 2.0 will not be launched via Vimeo OTT as planned. Uh, say for legal reasons, we can't go into much detail. The same Vimeo broke numerous contractually agreed promises, missed every single promise deadline, was far from ever being able to present solutions to problems. Um, so we now calmly examine options, take into account existing licensing agreements. Now, we were, well, at least I was planning on doing a podcast last week, saying what the hell's gone on. And then last Friday, so January 13th, they announced a new home. This was about five, six o'clock hour time out of nowhere. YouTube, which really was going to be the only platform it could have used. Um, so, I mean, we said in the last episode, oh, it's going to be the VHX service that RevPro and OTT use. Uh, you know, Pivot Share exists. Yeah. Really isn't that, well, you know, decent a platform. I mean, again, this is kind of bleeding something we'll touch on a bit later in this bit, but... ICW and Progress left for WWE Network. Both their existing platforms are pivot share. Um, ICW, they pretty much said, yeah, we're going on to YouTube for now. We'll find new home. Progress are kind of digging their heels in. Um, although I don't know that's because they don't know how to download content off pivot share and upload elsewhere. That's <laughs> just me being cheeky. But again, you know, when you've, you know, when you see this. Well, still got the password. <laughs> well, I think John's uh, disappeared for a few months. But um, yes, yeah, so like you look at the. Like she had breadth of the you now back catalog, you know, before you know disappearing had the oops, we're no longer here thing on Vimeo. You're looking like what 12, 13, 1400 videos? Well, yeah, uh, I mean, and they had actually cut a lot of it out anyway, but um, yeah, it's WXW now sort of came in 2016, wasn't it? 2016, 2017, yeah, 2016, because so yeah, yeah, it was 2016, they did a rebrand or relaunch in 2018, so this would have been directly now 3.0. Yeah, um, again, I think I was more moving from bare bones Vimeo to the easier to use platform they had in a way you could flip between English and German. Um, yeah, so I think it was like 13, 1400 videos after you remove the stuff that you know, they uh, deleted. Know, your spiel up and so know it's a personal favorite of both of ours but um yeah so i think the first weekend they had like uh dead end 2023 obviously the most recent show they done 
that went up about a week ago as we record this. Uh, I think right now, and so you can hear the clacky keyboard of doom, but they've been um, not really... They've, they've been um, sort of uh, literally, uh, I've, I've got it right up as at the moment, on the lovely YouTube uh, Xbox app, which is uh, a lot easier to watch. Um, they've been uploading them um, over the course of basically the week, so today uh, as we record well literally in the last hour or so uh, the the iron man uh, the famous iron man um show from uh, hamburg has literally just come up with the tisha um tristan archer main event so that's literally just come up um and it is obviously coming up in both languages as separate videos because there's not really a way to switch between them no you'd base no we touched on this uh, last time around like um blindness tech tips did a video about YouTube having the alternate tracks, but that kind of needs to have the videos in that form and the audio tracks in that form, which, well, Wexler's had years of VODs, which absolutely aren't in that form. So, luckily, at least from I can tell, there's no extra fee for having, no, there's no storage limits, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And also, there's there's not many people, I suspect, there's not many people I suspect who are switching between the two. No, um, no, 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 no. And, uh, the other the other good thing about YouTube is that like it's actually a site where you can you can sort of go frame by frame, you can slow down things down, you can speed things up, and it's a lot easier to sort of skip around a show. Um the chapters um the chapter sort of um settings on on YouTube video as well lends itself a, a lot better for wrestling as well. Yeah. Um it's kind of the closest thing to from what I remember the network having. Um, so yeah, for, in that sort of sense, yeah, I, it's it's a hundred, it's, it's it's a game changing thing for me. Um, it's so much easier to watch than it ever was <laughs> with um, I mean, the number of times, them. like even back in the old shotgun days, or back when all of us were, hey, it's Wednesday night, shotguns dropped, and I remember the absolute pain in the backside Vimeo was where, but because of so many people rushing in at one point. It was yeah. almost like you were DDoSing them, like, you know, you, you get the spinning wheel of doom, it wouldn't work. I think at one point I had to literally download the show to be able to watch it. Like, even on you know, a decent UK broadband connection, it was just you know, buffering, spinning, even down like 360p, like the lowest of low res they did, it just wouldn't work. It's like, seriously, I mean, what thing? I know this has been brought in the past, like, um, Matthew puts his botchamania stuff on Vimeo. Was that whole deal a few years back where they tried to bill him an absurd sum of bandwidth use? And it's like, okay, Vimeo does post review counts and reviews that at least publicly they were saying Matthew was not getting like anything, well, say, record, yeah. but certainly not to be you know, sums of Vimeo quoting them. And it's almost the point where it's like, yeah, you're too uh, big for us, we don't want you. And I think to a point, you know, you see, no. They kind of hinted about you know, some of the issues they had. You know, we're not going to go into much more detail for obvious reasons, but you know, it just felt like with Vimeo, it was constantly every year, oh, we're going to have to, you know, it's like you've got, you know, you've got a hard drive full, you've got no way, no, you can't expand it. Oh, we're going to have to delete this, 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 and this. And I think it was almost to the point where they were starting to get rid of the town shows, like you know, the old random stuff where you'd find, in like, you know, Jeff, no, not Jeff Jarrett, you know, you'd find like the random names doing random matches that. Hopefully, we'll eventually end up on here. But as we said, you know, it's right yeah, now. So it was stuff like the anniversary tour, yeah. where they'd recorded everything and uploaded everything. So 
they've kept the anniversary show in Oberhausen. Well, they had before, obviously, uh, before the, the Vimeo change, but they'd kept the anniversary show, but the show from Obertraubling or whatever, they were all gone. And in fairness, I probably some of that stuff probably hasn't been watched for six years anyway, and I kind of understand why it had gone, but yeah, there was there was a lot of um, a lot of things were going. I mean, the main the main thing that I felt was the big um, the big um, sort of loss when it was lost was the uh, loss of English shotgun. Um, yeah, shotgun was effectively purged, um, which um, you know was a great loss. It was one of the you say in my eyes still one of the best sort of wrestling TV shows, and then now it's only available in German. Um, I don't really foresee them coming back to. WXW now 2.0 or whatever. I don't really see that coming back, but it'll um, be a oh we've uploaded everything. Here's some you no know, bonus content for us. You've been back here from day one, kind of thing. I would expect. Yeah, I I, I mean I don't see it coming back at all. Um, I think it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. I, it would be a lot of work for something which I doubt really anybody barring. Yeah, I mean it, it kind of kills any rewatch yeah. projects, but again, it's a whole kind of thing. A lot of these VOD services, it's the whole thing of you're looking for the now, not the people back catalogues. It's a nice to have, but I mean, yeah, we've, we've spoken in the past, you know, the joke about German internet was it is really pitifully poor. You know, they can think, give it to me on a hard drive and I'll upload it for them. <laughs> you're not the only person who suggested that, but uh, I don't think Jen would be too appreciative of me wrecking her calls at work, you know, of the uploads, but. I think that um, Disco King, Frankie, Mark Shuttle, and Dennis Birkendahl, they've been, at least based on what they've tweeted, they've been kind of on point uploading. So right now, like I say, we're up to 83 videos, um, and that's including some of the non-WXW stuff. So just scrolling down, like IPW, the German one, not the British one or the New Zealand one, a whole bunch of wrestling cults, and at some point I'm, I'm going to go back and see who's on the shows they're not putting out because it's not new, like 6, 7, 9, 11, uh, 10, 11. I don't 12. think, because 4 is out. It wasn't, I think 4 was out. I don't think there was, there was two shows which were never uploaded anyway. So I actually genuinely wonder whether they, the famous even, Andy Q tape they, even, they ever even made tape. Um, that's speculating, really. <laughs> but yeah. I don't ever remember, because I remember trying to, uh, Remember during COVID, I was like, "I'm going to watch all of Wrestling Cult," and then um, obviously uh, I couldn't really watch everything because there was a massive gap in the. There was a massive gap in the library. I do remember that. It's, it's worth cool. looking. It might be something interesting. Um, <laughs> I will do that in another window while we're Tom. We've also got Body Slam, a whole bunch of those in German and English. No, yeah. they're on uh, IWTV, but there's like German overdubs as well on there. Um, uh, Rising w Germany, yeah, Rising Sun Wrestling, uh, Body Zoy. I know I'm butchering that, but a whole. And then, of course, all the WXW stuff from uh, this past summer to today. So, yeah, there's not. I mean, I think for me, there's like a big block, a big gap from was it uh, the Toronto show up to then it's like four or five shows one last weekend, which I, as good as they were, I don't recommend sitting down on one block for that. Um, yeah, so you know, back catalogs there, it's slowly being added up, and yeah, I mean, I guess you know, the loss of historical catalog temporarily is a bit of a pain, um, especially some we'll touch on in a moment, but 
at least you know, it's on a reliable service. It's not on a pla- it's not going to be on a platform where you know, like we've you know, complained in the past with Vimeo, where it you know, might just you know, suddenly not load. Um, you know, you've got you know, the YouTube membership if you sign up or turn your notification bell on, you'll get told when a video comes up, so you're not having to constantly hammer away until <laughs> the old directory now front end, like I think I may have done a few times in the past. Yeah. Um yeah, well, so, I- it was always the the old Vimeo front end was always logging me out. That was the thing I always had. It constantly logging of, me out. In terms of oh yeah, do the same thing. Like I always have to keep giving access to my um, not to my Vimeo accounts. Like one of these days, you are going to buy something. Yeah, it was always a it was always a worry. <laughs> like, yeah. am I going to subscribe to it seven times? <laughs> Get the PayPal notifications too. What the actual? Hey, anyway, so so it's up on YouTube now. I suppose a good thing from our perspective. Uh, no, you're not paying in US dollars or euros any anymore. It's in your local currency, US dollars, euros, pounds sterling. So, what you what we're probably going to lose in terms of the fixed price against you know the fluctuation. I suppose you're not going to be paying those. Um, you're not you're not gonna be paying the uh, foreign currency charges, which is a good thing or a bad thing. Um, yeah, so you know, a good move. I think it's probably about the only move they could have made given the, the stack of content they had. Yeah, what's left really at this point. But at the same time, still a massive upgrade, whether it's planned or not. So I cannot complain in the slightest. Yeah, exactly. And I say it's, it's a it's a it's a much better just way of watching things because it's youtube you can watch on anything so i can i can capture vimeo was just impossible to watch like on a mobile device oh, i found on smart tvs and there are a number yeah. of times like like after you no, know, there's a carrot last year when we did the near live streams i would you not know, try and watch through because obviously jen's not able to go since we got the dog so in what not bits which i want to see or she want no i know she'd like to see up from the tv downstairs and it's like Okay, find it, and then the only option Vimeo has is either drag the scroll bar using you know, your remote control or fast forward ten seconds. Like, well, the, the, the thing I had to do was um, I had a, a HDMI cable and I plugged my laptop into it and then played it from my laptop on the big TV. I would have been. Pref- I mean, I think once I tried to Chromecast, and I was even worse. Yeah, like, it would the connection would die, and it would always be for Vimeo. Every other app would be fine. But yeah, Vimeo to me just felt like it's a platform that had ideas of you know, being bigger than it is. Well, Vimeo is a film it. platform. It's not for you yeah. for anything else. Um, it's fine if you're putting on an, a, a in, like an indie film or something. It's absolutely perfect for that. But that's something you put on and you don't touch. Yeah, it's a one-off. If, you, drop if it, you're putting it on and pausing it and coming back to it later, no chance. It's no good for it. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's wxwnow.de. Uh, I think wxwnow.com, when I looked uh, last week, didn't redirect. I know it does as well now. So, wxwnow.com, uh, I'll take you straight to the YouTube page, log in with your Google account, sign up. Um, yeah, we've got the instant access. I think if you're a YouTube premium member, you can download your device if you've got it, but look, it's easier to use than you know, the old Vimeo. It's a familiar platform. I mean, who doesn't use YouTube in 2023, you know? But, um, yeah. yeah, long may this uh, continue with you know, whatever else YouTube does do with the content. Um, obviously, it's the best of your ones we still upload, but whatever you know, uh, 
refinements and improvements the platform has, it's going to be a lot more often than whatever Vimeo's doing. But um, I guess while we're still talking about VOD stuff, there's a bit of a fuff last week with the other side of the Rexlu's deal. So again, it's about this time last week, people started noticing on the WWE Network and uh, more specifically on Peacock, um, ICW uh, were having, was having their content listed as expiring on X days. I think January 19th was the date they'd listed. I know it was it last year was at um main event the like a C or D level show. They were having that constant issue was like, oh yeah, main event, all the this content expires in four days, then would be extended. Well, people know some out of the most recent stuff, and I think the same with progress, and they just had a show uploaded last Saturday. Yeah. And that dropped off. So basically what's happened, um direct, so uh, WWE Network and Peacock have lost progress and icw um they've both made statements this week basically what that sums up as is they're on a time limited contract i think it's a six-year one from memory six yes. years are up that's it um now the whole thing with directw they signed on later than progress for icw um so do you remember flow slam uh i never subscribed i was aware of it but i never subscribed yeah. to it so I just did a quick dig. So they joined that in December 2016. I vividly remember they were Flow Slam advertising 16 karat gold 2017 on Flow Slam. Yep. Knowing or to be, no, directly were nowhere near live streaming at that point. I think they done uh, OTT had done a live stream on Flow Slam as well around that time. So yep. I remember messaging whoever Pulsot was on the directly account. Is the Flow Slam thing going to be live or is this going to be on delay? Because Flow Slam was listing it as live, from what I recall. Yeah. And no, it was literally the same day it went up on uh, WXW, now it's gone up on Flow Slam. Well, yeah, Flow Slam, that died at the end of 2017. Uh, I think WXW was also on high spots for a while. I think there might still be. Um, and it's the old pivot chair thing, um, which I know they themselves have moved off of. And also for a while they were also on what's now IWTV. Yes. Um, because they had a few uh, the shotguns they had, and that never went anywhere. Like, I think it was literally just a couple of episodes of shotgun, and then assumed the WWE deal came into effect. Um, as I scroll through now, there is WXW, but it is the American WXW, not the yeah. WXW we know and love. Um, so that's been uh, pulled. Um, but I think, yeah, the stuff they had in there was like older, like really old carrots. Um, yeah, so anyway, so if we assume no way signed for start of 2018 after Flow Slam went. Which is when the rumours started. Yes. Yeah, uh, because obviously they, 2018 would have been the UK tournament. So yeah, December 2017 yeah. is when the announcements were, then January 2018. Now I'm going to check because I think the UK Championship tournament was 2017 was 2017 but yeah. it was that was around the time that the um there was obviously the second running of it wasn't there yeah the yeah so we'd be around t- late 2017 early 2018 which then ties in and all those numbers are right you look at another two years for direct to be on the network assuming nothing happens in the interim and all the statements progress have made have kind of been oh well you no know, we're looking to you no know, we're going another way well yeah but at the same point 
or you'd think if they've got like something over two years again this is me just speculating hopelessly it's the stunning kruger effect in full motion but you know if you know, that two years is uh legitimate what would have been stopping WWE from signing up for two years because just based on you know, logistics, like Progress ICW, there is no delay between those shows going up on those platforms in the network. WXW, Whereas, it was a huge. Well, WXW, you know, it's about two or three weeks difference. It's about a month, isn't it? Usually, uh, they've only just uploaded uh, last weekend. I'm just checking, make sure they didn't sneak anything up uh, yesterday. So last weekend was when they uploaded the. Wheel of Wrestling wildcard show from Coward Weekend. Yeah. And yesterday they've put up a Wheel of Wrestling 38 from uh, Bielefeld. Yeah. So it's so about three months behind. Um, yeah. so, so again, just based on that, if you're a big WXW fan, you're probably not bidding off your WXW now because you're not going to wait three months for your stuff to come online. Whereas Progress and ICW, that stuff is going up sometimes before their own on-demand. It's like I know for me, at the start of COVID, it was one of those things. Was like, I'm not going to pay for, for progress on demand if WWE is getting the same point. So yeah, and and now you start. I'm not saying they're starting from absolute zero, but you're definitely starting from a lot lower than you were before WWE started uploading the content. And yeah, again, I'm not one to pry into their business. I know they've there's been chat by CW and progress looking for other platforms, but them in terms of you no know, uh, no compensation stuff they need to rebuild that back up you know, that subscriber base because you've gone from whatever WWE is giving them to now pretty much not square one but near enough well if, I don't know anybody subscribed to WWE now and, and no, both, sorry progress now and both of those are still on pivot chair yeah so yeah heaven help you if, you know if you've gone from watching just on the network to pivot chair no, I mean every pivot share subscription I had went you know, I think RevPro's the last hanger on. Yeah. And you no, know, Pivot Share famously has been reported, no development going on. So yeah, yeah it'd be interesting to see where they go if they you know, you know change to you know Vimeo like you know, RevPro have like what directly threatening to do, or whether they do I think it was one speculation was a premier sports new streaming platform, but again, are you, you know company by size you're really going to have like premier sports is in the sports channel no no so there's a new um platform called premier streaming um as i say because premier sports has been taken over via set so uh, but no sorry no so it's it's a different different thing with the same name (laughs) a premier streaming network so okay there's pro wrestling dot live is one that um, mlw's gone on this is a new one that's just started up. It's got uh, the zombified CZW content, sort of new stuff. And it's also got uh, 1PW for those who have gone, plus whatever back catalogue they've got left. Yeah. Um, a bunch of promotions, I'll be honest, I've heard of, but... You know, no desire to watch. <laughs> yeah, they'd very much be spreadsheet padding out material. No offence to any of those guys, but it's the kind of thing like... They'd very much be pitting promotions who you'd see, oh, so-and-so wrestled there. It's like, Okay, I'll see if it goes on YouTube, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, see, see where it goes, but obviously, direct some YouTube for now. We've got the network for the foreseeable future, so holding steady, I guess. But um, got a few more names for uh, 16 Cow Gold Weekend. That's just under 50 days, I think, uh, said. And did you see that tweet from Direct W 
how uh, close to sold out a lot of the stuff is now. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of it is um, in a circle went and the circle's gone. I think there's about twenty. Well, last time I saw there was about ten, fifteen tickets for night two, which always does sell out. In fairness, um, it's always the biggest night of the year. But um, yeah, it seems to be um, it seems to be near enough. If you've not decided to go now, uh, <laughs> you, you may be, you may be, be standing. Yeah, looking now, Mrs. Posted uh, January 19th, and again, my German's a bit crap, and for some reason, my auto translate ain't working. Um, so, sold out VIP festival pass, duh, they, they always go quick. Rows one through three, and balcony sitting, they're gone. Again, no surprise, they, those are really limited in terms of ticket sales, in terms of seats. Um, if you want a festival pass, so that is everything, you know, you're, apart from in a circle, obviously, uh, there's under 45 tickets, and I would guess now for rows four and five. Uh, the tournament pass from row six back was less than 60 rows, so that's just carrot night one, two, and three. Um, carrot night two, I think said 57 single tickets just for night two, and then of course, in a circle sold out. So, yeah, if, you, if you're planning on going and you haven't pulled the trigger, I'd say make a move because one show's already gone, and at this rate. I would I would not be surprised if that middle Saturday goes pretty soon. Yeah, that's without no any main event. That's heck. That's about the full field being announced. And I guess we can touch on some of the names. Uh, Tristan Archer and Simmons announced for sixteen carat gold weekend. Yeah. Um. Or obviously Metahan. Um. We'll touch on some show recaps. He retained his spot on carrot beach and Bobby Guns end of an era there and uh, marked off for Bobby. Uh, as a result, Bobby Guns is in ambition, so he's going to look to defend uh, the ambition tournament he won last year. Last time, Mudo, Thomas Shire, and Davey Richards also announced for that. So, yeah, the, the stacking up ambition as well. Yeah, um, quite I say, quite a few people. Um, uh, well, I'm surprised Mudo's not done tech, uh, ambition yet. He did the he did uh, super, super fight, fight didn't he? but he's not yeah. been. Bearing in mind, you know, he only came around in an old set show, in the MTE set shows. Yeah. So he was going to been one ambition he could have been a part of. And Carrot last year, his story was the you know, winning the tag titles with Steph Mays. So again, it's, it's not really that much a surprise if you look at what the shows. But again, you no, know, I, I guess for in terms of his style, probably rank outsider. But again, that's the whole. Oh, it's the, you know, the kickers against the grapplers, and I guess that's the whole thing with ambition. It's Clash of Styles. Yeah, it's um, that's uh, yeah. You got to you got to. I, I sort of uh, a few weeks back, a few weeks back, I watched the um, the ambition show with um, it was the one in twenty nineteen, I believe, which had sort of the field was completely wide open. You had like you know Muller, Bushido, um. Irie, etc., all these sort of people, and it was I think it was twenty twenty, sorry. And like say the the variety in the, the the styles of workers in that in that tournament was just completely unlike. <laughs> I think even even for like then it was a complete um, sort of departure from sort of the norm. It wasn't so, like the um, what's what's the derogatory term they used for Tim Thatcher and Evolve Grapple Fuck? I think was the yeah they used um, yeah. But it was so um, it was so sort of different to what we normally have, and that was also the one that had also the Ishikawa Thatcher super fight as well. Yeah. But didn't um, they shoot with the um, shoot Spanish fly? <laughs> Sorry, 
It wasn't the ambition and ended with the Shield Spanish. No, flight. no, no. That was the. I think that was the year, the year later, wasn't it? Yeah, that was twenty twenty. Keeps getting ribbed, but um, yeah, twenty nineteen was 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 all right. Whereas twenty twenty, not so. Um, but yeah, it was all. Um, the variety is the thing which makes ambition exciting, I think. And um, as I say this, there's some interesting different people sort of come in so far. I'm hoping there will be some more names announced very, very soon. Well, there will be, I assume. Um, obviously, Arbe will be there as well. Yeah, he's the uh, first name announced, which again raised our eyebrows. Like, you bring them yeah. all in just for ambition? Well, no, he'll be around to, he'll do I mean, something in, in a short... circle and yeah. I guess other stuff can fill in the blanks on. Um, obviously, the show, the Rex renowned friend showcase, uh, all the promotions have been announced. So we've got action from uh, Georgia in the States, APC from France, Denmark's Body Slam, ICW from Scotland, Passion Pro from Hungary, Progress from England, Forest and Strike from Austria, and of course, Smash from Canada. So, seven promotions, seven matches. That's 11 o'clock on a Saturday. Uh, matches to be announced publicly near the time, but. Um, I'd say in terms of line promotions, really strong this year. It is really strong, but I do find it odd that, um, well, you got Passion Pro. Um, I would have thought there might have been another, you, you might have had another sort of European promotion maybe come in. I'm not exactly sure who exactly who, but, um, you know, no other German promotions, um, no. I wondered maybe if something like Project Nova might have come in, or Wrestling Cult, or something, or yeah, well, or something like that might have come in. But maybe it's there's an element of it wouldn't be different enough. Um, I, again, this is me speculating horribly, but they had two. You know, the German scene had two shows to bolster this. They horribly shut the bed with the second one. I know yeah. that feeling of. I don't say never again because never's a no. You never say never in wrestling, but. Just based on uh, Jake Steakhouse and that whole mess, <laughs> it's it's going to take a while. I mean, no, I mean, when I watched the Project Nova show last week, now you should be going up the next few days. Um, decent for the kind of stuff you're getting. Um, I mean, yeah. in Heckman, you've got a lot of extra names. Um, no, people you'd know. Say again, sorry. People you would know. Oh yeah, people you know. I mean, you've got no uh, Metamassi, no. Best friend of a show at this point can say, uh, no, he's doing ring announcing the most recent one. Um, so it's not it's not like you've got the walls up between, you know, as I guess you could have had back in the old days. You are getting some directs with you guys, but it's not like everyone everywhere like you may get, especially in England, I'd guess, nowadays. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, but it's an interesting uh, sort of light up, and it sort of does, uh, you know, ICW in progress being there and maybe a bit of a bad taste in my mouth but um, apart from that because um, I understand sorry go on. I would expect the ICW thing that would probably just be a way for if he's still champion at the time Leighton Buzzard getting in, getting the foot in yes and yes. just as we were recording I've uh, just got a message uh, Rev Post announced Leighton Buzzard and Will Osprey for Southampton in a month's time which yes he's getting around yeah um, so you do wonder if he's sort of somebody suddenly sort of pops himself up in carrot as a 14th name sort of thing. You know, it's, I don't know how, I think we've said this before, but I don't know how much cash a ICW title has these days, but I mean, it's, I suppose it is a champion from a 
major in very very inverted commas um promotion in europe so i suppose there is that yeah but um so no keep names going obviously we previews of the bare bones of them are upon backbodydrop.com now uh so check those out um also is a travel guide so if you're going to carrot or if you're waiting for the next festival well you're saying they've just confirmed the dates world tag team festival it's going to be in late september uh that's friday september 22nd through sunday september 24th it's for turbine hall and oberhausen again uh probably adding in a circle on first of the 21st as well in gelsenkirchen and that will be yeah for end, end of september four days and your favorite uh, festival of the year Yes, best favourite weekend of the year. So much more chilled out than Carrot. Not confirmed whether it's T1 or T2, though, have they? Uh, Oh, have they? I don't think they have. But I assume it will be T2. And obviously, as it's in T2, I prefer that venue to T1 as well. So, um, yeah, all in all, um, yeah, 22nd of February. So, uh, 22nd of September, my apologies. So, it avoids any sort of worries about. Um, bank holidays and things like that. It should be, and the weather should be fine by at that point. Weather should be lovely, so be a good weekend to sort of get down there. It looks looking now. Tickets go on sale for that on the first of February, and just looking now, yeah, the event page to say Turbine Hall two, but the graphic didn't mention, so it oh, is okay. a small one, which can make sense. Yeah. Um. And again, I would suspect if you're going to be in the market for like VIP balcony or any of that stuff, um. Or keep an eye on the XW Twitter, they'll give the times and be ready to pounce because those will go really quick, especially if the VIP wants to you know Cludy drinks. Um, so if you're gonna be there for piss up all, I guess <laughs> if you just wait if well, I mean I know some folks who go just for you no know, good angles for camera shots, which I don't blame them. Uh but yeah, I mean otherwise unless you know unless you want a preferred seat, yeah, you'll probably be able to wait, especially if you don't have flights and hotels. Uh I'd say we've got plenty of time, although just from my own experience of like looking at prices a lot higher than they were even a year ago but even a lot higher than those we've been booking for carrots so just bear that in mind if you're looking for tickets and what have you um maybe the kind of thing just uh, be aware of your seasonal discount periods though because you get easter you get valentine's day you get the summer sales you'll be fine it will go down the prices will go down and i guess there's no easy way to transition into this but um there's a bit of time so need to mention this because jay briscoe passed away this past uh week at the age of 38 from a car accident um he worked five matches for double xw starting way back in 2008 at dead end eight uh this when they had a double xw with noah into promotional series um he wrestled against thumbtack jack of all people which there's a name from the past for you <laughs> um then another one 2011 when double xw went stateside uh was it kreuzug zxi my roman numerals is rubbish so hey uh but the briscoe brothers losing to dice k sekimoto and johnny moss in union city new jersey and most recently it was actually my first uh double XW trip a uh, world tag team league 2017 they won one lost one uh, lost to Ring Camp, beat EIFBO, now LAX. Um, the third match would have been against Loki in Homicide, but Loki blew out his knee against. Um, it was that double stomp on Walter, wasn't it? He blew yes. his knee out on. So in the end, he ended up having uh, the Briscoes against uh, JFK. And yeah, I mean, I'll ask you know, if you've got any memories from that weekend, but I know I've said this on Twitter as well. My first indie show, first full indie show, was Ring of Honor in 2004. Um, 
mate managed to get his me and a couple of mates in and if you see it was at honor club or shows called our best somehow there's a screenshot of me by real used as like a teaser picture which come on use me as a teaser like better better pictures guys but the match was the uh, cage match with small joe and um things that uh, at jack shares graps on twitter's post a bunch of them, one of those is in there yeah and the first, no, bear in mind, until then, the only indie stuff I'd seen was like, you know, your Mega Slam type show. So was, I was, you know, WWF, WCW kids. I was yeah. like, you know, seeing, you know, how old Jay would have been there, but like, you no, know, clearly, really young and leading, you know, an absolute gusher from the start and just, you know, fight back, you know, the fight wasn't like always, you know, being you know, bloodied and beaten, beaten, that was it. We had the fight back and it was a steel cage match where we were able to get out as well as win by pin and submission. And I was watching the match back today and there was one spot in there I remember just going absolutely mental for at the time and even now. Like, you no, know, it's about two thirds of the way through all the blood loss. He'd knocked Joe off the top, went, you no, know, but hadn't, no, didn't fall down with him. The blood loss got dizzy and fell down. It's like, you no, know, bring him on a title match and that was the last moment she could have. You know, had any real chance, and yeah, I mean, I would say just by one match, by one moment, um, that was my first show, and I would dare say about that, I wouldn't have gotten as deep into indie wrestling as I have, and I probably wouldn't be Saturday doing this podcast now. And you know, 38, absolutely no age coming, I'm older than him. Like, I remember waking up to be was it Tuesday, Wednesday morning when my news broke through, it's like, you know, I thought, oh. Tony Carney's got the steel, he's got him on TV. Went back to sleep and then scrolling through Twitter after, after you wake up. Like, oh. And you no, know, you just see the length and breadth of you know, the tributes and all the yeah. comments from everyone. This was more than just a, yeah, he was, he was a good guy in the locker room, rest in peace. This one hit a lot of people really hard. Yeah, for sure. And so I, I'll be honest, I'm not as I have I have seen Jay Briscoe a couple a good few times. Obviously, I've seen him in WXW. Seen him for Rev Pro when he had sort of a few shows, and seen him I think for Ring of Honor when they've come to the UK as well. Um, I wouldn't really say I've had as much of a um, sort of connection to him as somebody who doesn't really watch too much American wrestling. But um, obviously, the um, the Ring Camp Briscoe's match from Tag Fest seventeen, I think, I think holds up as one of the one of the best sort of Ring Camp tag matches. Um, and obviously that's a big list, but it de- certainly does hold up as one of the better ones. Um, and yeah, I think it all in all is say it's it, in a way you, you kind of it, it is a shame that that sometimes the nicest things are said about people when when they've unfortunately gone. And um, you know the the um, tragic tragic accident, obviously, but obviously the, the the outpouring has been very very, and it's made me sort of have a different appreciation of somebody who i'll be honest i hadn't really had that much time for for whatever reason so yeah it, it's it's a it was a tragic tragic moment and um yeah it's a it's a it's, it's a hard one to talk about really um you say it's no age for anything like that to happen no and again i know aw did a tribute show they weren't allowed to make too much mention of on tv uh, that should be going up on YouTube, I believe, in the coming weeks for free. So, you know, if you're any kind of fan, you know, keep your ears out. And you know, I would have said, you know, check to Rex now for the Tag League week, uh, Tag League run. But 
unfortunately, not about a month too late for that, but um, well, it'll end up on there in the end. Um, but yeah, hopefully, yes, no easy way to move up. So, what I'm going to do is find a ridiculous bit of music and something we forgot to do last time around. <laughs> Also, church open to come useful, but um, yeah, we didn't do this last time out uh, the Oscar watch. Um, we've had a few matches since we last uh, well, since last recorded. Um, didn't do too much around Wrestle Kingdom weekend, but so let's go through December 9th. Uh, Tim DeVrije, all you were to lose to Aaron Hanari and Great O'Khan is expected. Uh, December 10th, lost to uh, Fujita and all you were Tim DeVute and Nakashima. December 11th, Tim DeVrije to lose to Aussie Open again, all expected. Uh, yesterday's recorded, he teamed with Tomohiro Ishii, but he lost to Masakitamiya and Daiki Inabu in the Noah versus New Japan uh, Wrestle Kingdom show in Yokohama. And today, another loss, uh, teamed with Nakashima to lose to Togi Makabe and Tomoaki Honma, which, again, it's what you're going to expect, and he's going to be counting the lights pretty much every night. Uh, but he does have some singles matches upcoming, so on the 25th, that's uh, this coming Wednesday, he's got Hanare in a one-on-one match in uh, Korokan Hall. And February 4th in Hokkaido, he's got another singles match against Great Khan, champion of the British. And he's also in a, he is also making his debut for All Japan on the 19th of February. Yes, I just no, saw he's, got, he's got a special six man tag match with Shuji Ishikawa, Ren Ayabe, and Oscar against Takao uh, Amore, Toru Yano, and Black Mensor? Uh, Black Mensor, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah it's. There's a lot of, I don't want to say weird, but there's a lot of interpromotional stuff going on in Japan. Obviously, no one knew Japan. The Great Muta, Kaiji Muto's farewell shows a lot of crossover. So, hey, it's extra you know, extra work, extra exposure. But um, you know, we wouldn't have expected this time last year when he was doing uh, XXW, better or for worse. No, exactly. And uh, I think, as, as sort of was said um, during the... Uh, as as sort of was said, sort of uh, last on the last episode, is this is what what an what an incredible advert for sort of the academy and um, sort of Dreisker's training. I think Dreisker said it's it's the thing he's most proud of at all out of anything from last year is the fact yeah. that one of his students, and not to say that he wasn't already ready maybe for this then, but this it was almost like WXW Academy was the finishing school for him, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, he he had he had a he had a loan out to a, a lower league club, and they've turned him into a, a goal machine. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, it's like uh, a man at Sunderland right now. Yeah, he's he's been loaned he's out. He's on the edges, but he's getting there. Yeah, so um, it's brilliant. Um, yeah, we'll always uh, we'll always support our our good boy Oscar, unless he goes to view now. Joking, but um, so. Of course, main story this week is Nordics we now returning meant we had a bit of a backlog. We're not going to go through all these shows in that much detail. We already pretty much went over the anniversary show anyway. But um, just one thing I want to call out from the uh, smashed works we show in Toronto, and I tweeted about this, and if you haven't seen this, go out of your way. Axel Tisch and Von Vertigo, a hell of a match. Okay. Um, so there's one where... So the story with uh, Von Vertigo and Smash is that he you know, had to travel away, you know, do you know, do bookings across the world before they'd really give him a shot. I mean, 
he's done, he's had both two or three WXW runs. You know, he's big, had a big run in Britain. YCW's he's done a bit of progress, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he's even done a, a MK11 Live for Pro Wrestling Clash back in the day, which not the biggest promotions, but you know, I think it was one year where I saw uh, Vaughn in nothing but converted barns. <laughs> MK11 and the old Academy in Essen was like, huh, there's something weird that I keep bumping into, you know, bumping into this guy on live shows in basically converted not to, to uh, traditional wrestling venues, but. So the story was Vertigo against the you know much more well travelled, well known Tisha, and it wasn't a you know absolute squash. I mean, sixteen minutes it was never going to be, but you know Tisha controlled early on. Vertigo made a hell of a comeback, came stupidly close, and then uh, you know the was the horrible slammy cause, which always feels like it's a dig at someone when it comes. To, oh, it's a horrible slam. It's like oh, that is that, that is the genuine name, but I, I know there's people who think who catch themselves going. The horrible thing, yeah. Um, it's a suplex into like a rock bottom kind of thing, but I think Kenny Omega used years back. But I say, really go off your way. I mean, the show as a whole was, was fun. Um, it was another one of those, like the first night for London show we spoke about months ago, where it was a it was basically smashed with some direction of your names in. Um, that Psycho Mike and Maggot in a comedy match, which had a lot of stuff that they haven't done before. It's not like, oh, we've seen Psycho Mike. It's not all, I'm going to stay at the heart come and look and do the body slam the whole time. A few more bits which have made it a bit more interesting. Um, Karen Noir beat Jake something, and Tristan Archer beat Kevin Bennett, who's the main event. And because Kevin Bennett's a, I guess, dickhead healing smash, Tristan was having to play the good guy. And it wasn't that bad. No, no Tristan Archer having to fight off uh, Bennett's entourage the whole time. Um, if he's ever going to go back that way in WXW, there's something in there. I know at least the empty set shows it kind of didn't click, which is why we turned. But there's definitely some juice there if he is to go back that way after whatever's going on from now. Um, Wheel of Wrestling 14 Balk missed the night before the anniversary show. Um, it's pretty standard, I'd say warm up show, but. Um, Main thing takeaways the fun trios match against maybe touch too long, 23 minutes. But again, show was worth your time, but nothing really to write home about. Uh, apart from was it so you know how the, the smaller town shows have got like video boards? Yes, with most of them. There's this one, you know, those jigsaw slide uh, puzzles, and I don't know how they've done it, how they did this. But oh, I yes, noticed, yeah. I noticed on things the first match and it just I could not ignore it. On the right hand side where we have, we have we've got like the Wheel of Wrestling logo and Soviet uh, Titan Trans, what have you, there's two like small square panels, I guess it's like a or Tetris just connect the squares together, which were out you know, pretty much out of you know out of place back in front of whatever you want to call it, which just some of some of the entrance videos and the main uh, background just looked really odd, like once you see it, you couldn't unsee it. Unfortunately, I saw this on match one. It was very distracting, yes. yeah. But um, anything from this show? Another had a Huri Vakalaski over Baby Alston and Maggot, which was to build their two matches the next day. Um, um, the, the opener, I thought, was pretty, was all right. The uh, Icarus uh, Tihoni match was all right. Because oh, yeah. they did a Ambition Rules match in the no set days, which I think really sold them on uh, Tihoni. Yeah. Um, I think it was a pretty good open. Again, I think the problem with these shows in particular was 
because it's the night before the real main event, it's easy to hand wave. And I say, there's nothing on here that absolutely stank. I mean, I think it's Massimo Pesca's of Harmin, I think it was Pesca's main roster debut. Yeah. Got two guys who went out cold, but you know, the Balkan crowd got into Pesca by the end of it. So it was a cold match, but you know, at least something to take away from it. So yeah. and I think it was the other one was it uh, Tristan Archer squashing Danny Frey, which who would Danny, but again, you know, he wanted something you no know, big from Tristan since there was an all of Annual on the show either. Yeah, uh, well, it, it it looked very much like the sort of card I had in um, in uh, Vienna. Really, uh, it it was almost like one of the book the, the bought shows, sort of. If we say that the uh, the shows that sort of bought by the local promoters, it yeah. kind of felt a little bit like that. Really, is wrestlers you have to work with either storylines, knock yourself out, and rest. Yeah, that sort of thing. And Ilya Bloom against Lastray, who I know Striga when the show was going on, messaged me and said. He's got a star on his ass, and I could <laughs> not get past that either. It's like you've got at a passing glance, Shark Boy with a star on his ass, which I mean, it was fine. You no, know, with too much, he had both losses, but you know, perfectly fine. Um, you know, again, I think because they knew he was only in that weekend, he was in the spots he was in, but you know, we've seen guys you know come over you know regularly who've uh, done worse, but um, you know, touch on the next night so. Anniversary. Again, anniversary, we we went through a lot of this. Um, but yeah, so ladder match, Maggot beating a who in just under twenty minutes. This one, we kind of the direction of the fans uh, match for year. I yeah, I mean, I just uh, put the curtain back. So, boys wrestling do their match for year, Paul. This match ain't anywhere near this, but I do have a direction of match. This is my number one pick. Um, which kind of says all you need to know, really. Yeah, I, I, it was way too long. Um, I didn't really think the, um, yeah, it went, it went on way too long. This match, um, it was uh, the what one thing I will say is that the imagery of the final, the final bit where, where um, you know Maggot has the belts and Ahura is sort of dangled upside down. Excellent imagery. That that that's the thing is that. That screen grab or that that small clip will forever be a thing that can be used in WXW history in montages of Maggot's career of, of like the career of the the history of the shotgun title that can always be used for that. That's an excellent excellent shot. But yeah. the match itself, you know, I've forgotten a lot of it. It wasn't really particularly, yeah. I mean, it was a bit of a slog. It was a bit of a slog, and um, yeah, I, I for for what it means, I yes, I can understand why they have put it as match of the year in inverted commas. But yeah, it, as an actual bell to bell match, no, not not no chance for me. And I've only just uh, clocked as well. I've watched shotgun matches with a fifty-minute time limit. I mean, not that you can what you do in a drawn a time and uh, time limit drawn a ladder match, but if this uh, easily a, a good five minutes uh, shaved off. That's a very good point. Um, <laughs> maybe they <laughs> you should actually genuinely bring that up. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. It's only just looking back at like now. Not Scott. No, uh I don't think it was. I I don't want to call Dave Bradshaw bringing it up. Um. But again, it might it might well just be on you know, me answering my own question. What do you do in a time drawn a ladder match? Bearing in mind, this is meant to be another you know, great big blow off. 
Yeah. Um, BBC uh, After Dark. But, but um, so yeah, so we had Batch, and of course, we had uh, was it Baby Allison came in to yes, intervene. Uh, she got laid out kind of like she did in Balkan the day before. Um, yeah, I mean, I think with that particular one, it kind of played into something that happened later in the night. But yeah, again, visuals at the end, I think it can be more memorable for me than the ladder match. No, knock five, six minutes off. Probably talking a different match, but I think there's a lot of, you know, I'll say waiting around because you know, it wasn't like it was waiting around and it was like a progress ladder match where just nothing worked. <laughs> um, but no, I think this one was just, it was a good match, just went way too long. And again, that's more of a me problem than a them problem. Like, you have people in that crowd who are going absolutely nuts for it. Uh, but again, yeah. a lot of matches tend to. Um, the other one, I think, for one to talk, well, probably this one to talk about, uh, Aussie, Lee Bloom, and Peter Harney beating Amboss. Or she finally got her win and then got written out for half a year, which, again, this is me overthinking everything. But if you've written her out for X months, I maybe wouldn't be at, no, too thrilled with promotions advertising her, especially when it's been a out injured and men was it out injured men doing studies until the summer. Which I know it's you know indie wrestling you can't really expect someone to be written off injury in one place and men elsewhere. But maybe I would have you know have another reason have the injury, but you know to say. Look, it's, it's too much for me right now. I want to come? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not ready for this. No, yeah. just to me. The whole thing to me probably could have gone gone another route. But again, that's me. That's my you no know, sensibilities. And whoever's written this you know, has the wrong path. Yeah, I, I think the, the 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 one thing I would say about this is that I think all she's um, all she's selling selling of the um, effectively they redid the Dover injury, didn't they? Yep. Uh, they gave they gave Orshi the Dover injury that was given to, uh, which was from earlier in the year, and obviously Orshi selling the selling the injury like a horror film screen, like it's a guttural, um, right from the pit of the stomach, that sort of scream, horrible, horrible scream, um, and it was yeah, it was very powerful. I thought um, I I can still sort of hear it in my head now, which is uh, it's very very disturbing. So I thought that was. That was, um, you know, again, it's a that will be a thing which I'll think about for a long while. The only thing is, I didn't like is obviously she 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 was screaming her head off, and then sort of when she was leaving the ring, she sort of sort of sort of had the sad face on rather than like actively. There was no, you know, I would have put the I would have sent the um, the paramedics in maybe as well and that sort of thing. Maybe because so, uh, could away, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you know that, that's 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 a, that's an aside, really. Um, I thought, yeah, really, really good performance from from Orshi in this one. And say, I think uh, excellent sort of first full year. Um, yeah. And um, I mean, was yeah, Carrot I last year. Remember, you know, when you know, when we did the preview, Carrot last year, she was on the inner circle. And it's like, have you heard of her before? No. Well, that uh, weekend. The- the first I'd heard of her was uh, an interview, and I can't, unfortunately, I cannot remember the podcast from Dreisker, where um, Dreisker effectively called Orshi the female Oscar, and I was like, "Well, that's quite a lot of praise." So, um, sort of with that in mind, um, I had heard of her in that sort of sense, but yeah, not really. I mean, I don't think even still she's not got like a cage match or anything like that, which 
No, yeah, small, she is in cage match now. Oh, she is. Yes. That's last time I looked up, but um, yeah. yeah, going from nice like, carrot last last year was the you know, first big weekend she had in WXW. You Not know, become, I dare say, no, uh, no. I, I, I think she's 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 a top, she's a top, uh, top ten European worker, and that includes Britain at this point. Um, in my view, I think she's she's well in the top top. She's well in the top ten of in all of Europe. Yeah, and I would say you know, we've, we've it seems like it's our bit where we you know rag on British promotions for not scouting, but you know, when you know, someone you know, like Pro Wrestling Eve needs to be having a look. At her, I was thinking, I was thinking more Ref Pro back kind of thing, but yeah. also Andy's you know, book of you know, book from in for one month. That's it. But there's you no know, kind of name who really you mean we've seen just with the XW, you know, again get the swap dry scare, but. No, the amount of times where she's had matches and it's not been against women, and yeah. it's not been, it's not like out of place. And for someone who, you know, in, in a rookie year still, that's frightening. Yeah, uh, I, as I say, I think she just has a natural, nat. She's taking to it like completely naturally. Um, and um, as I say, I think she's back to be used to call it. She, yeah, you, you either have it or you don't, and she has it in spades. So, yeah, absolutely brilliant uh, first year, and can't wait. Hopefully, once the studies are over, we get you know six, seven months of it again at the end of the year. And we'll say the works we have been smart in not in resisting the whole all hot prospects put the belt on her because you see this not doesn't mean he's been no, seen in WWE, we've done this before where hot new acts put the belt on them, they lose when. Oh, and then what? Yeah. It's but um guess elsewhere, you know, we already touched on off your twenty second anniversary. Um Axel Tish and Karen Rav that wrapped up, so now Axel Tish is getting a title shot uh, next weekend at Back to Ruth. And of course Levaniel beating Tristan Archer for the title. Um it's better than I thought it was going to be, but I still have my doubts and I guess you yourself in the same uh boat that uh, train of thought. Yeah, uh, with regarding Levaniel. Yeah, I mean, I mean, match itself is like twenty minutes. And I mean, crowd reaction yeah. at the end. And I said this in my review. All tissues. It was really hot. You know, when Levaniel got the win. But to me, it's always been one of those things where you know we've said this in the past for the house and for better and for worse. They have acts they latch on to. Like, I guess Psycho Mike's probably a good example. He was you know, really over Oberhausen when he did the Hamburg. Was it the um, Iron Man oh, show? Yeah, correct. I mean, and again, Levaniel wasn't quite like that. I'm going to touch on Dead in a second. Yeah. Because he is from Hamburg. Hamburg. They've kind of said, you know, we've literally said that. But it's also the kind of thing of, well, that's great. But at that it's level. It's a shiny new toy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the shiny new toy champion. How, how, how quickly does the shine come off? But um, I mean, what do you think of that uh, main event? Um, it was about as good as I think it could have been. Um, I think as soon as. As soon as that match was announced, I thought, "Yeah, that's that's the that's the win, isn't it?" Um, I, I, I still, I think, I'm still not convinced it's really the right the right decision. Um, it was a 20 minute match, but I felt a lot of it was sort of held together by uh, Archer, and I think Archer did a did a really good job with it, and I. I, it was. I, I wouldn't say it was a bad match at all. It wasn't a bad match, and sort of the stories that are in there were sort of very well put together. But for me, you know, it's not. It didn't 
it it was I think top to bottom the show was pretty middling um and um this main event was probably the best on the show barring maybe yeah, the, I mean, barring maybe the trios mat sorry the the sort of the the six the six uh, person tag but yeah it was yeah, a, it was a bit of a middling match really move on to dead end from what two weeks ago in hamburg uh it was the 29th show we've done because i think the next one we're running in may by buildings for 30th which i'm old enough to remember when you no know, uh last mal as uh, fancy mal was um walter and sack saber jr i wasn't that long ago scarily no no it's uh it's not not, not long at all it does fancy mal mark Talos, may 2018 how time flies, but um, yeah, this this one, um, just go through quick results. Uh, Rambo Night Touch pinned Anil Marek and Nick Schreier. Uh, Anil Marek's uh, return to from injury still sputtering away. Um, opener, I thought was match for night. Axel Tischer beating Lawrence Roman. This might just be a hot marked all crowd, but I loved that. Uh, match. yeah, I thought that was the best match of the card by far. Um, yeah, really, really good fun that was. I think when we, that's, we, that's, we, that's going to be a sleeper hit, I think, for me. I think we, I towards mean, the end of the year. No, it's also the, um, <clears throat> the FSM 50s just come out um, on Voice Wrestling. And okay. I'll say this if I had seen uh, the, no, these few shows before that all went in, I would be making a big push for Tisha to have been at least an honorable mention because at the end of the year, mainly that vertical match ended really strong. But and again, no. We've talked in the past, you know, where Roman's a, you know, a Tisha trainee. You know, so really, that's the kind of match. You know, we didn't go too hard, at least from the English feed of you know, student and teacher thing, but that's the kind of thing you've expected of. Look, it's mental. It, it, I wouldn't say so much student and teacher, but it's certainly mentor and mentor and protege sort yeah. of thing. But it's really way of look. You know, you're getting your shots, you're getting your chances. This is one you really need to take both hands, and Lawrence really did. Um, yeah. you know, and he, he's getting a shotgun match against Maggot this, you know, this weekend back to Ruth. So who knows if that goes to anything? But it's certainly for someone who's kind of been proud, you know, as pinned as the third or fourth guy in Amboss, you know, it was a loss, but you know, hell of performance. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I thought it was a cracking match. Um, it, but I think Rome, Rome, this is this is the match that's. This is the sort of performance from Roman because you, you, if you ever watched sort of some of the next step card, the next step cards, or um, or you know whatever it became briefly after that, if you ever watched any of those sort of cards and Roman was on them, these were the sort of low key, just excellent matches that he was having. And this is, I feel, this is the first one he's had in WXW, which yep. has been like just just brilliant as it is. Um, He's. I, I. I still think he's one of the most underrated workers in, in Europe, uh, by far. Uh, Lawrence Roman, and I think, that this the performance in this one I thought was brilliant. And say, so sort of him being positioned as the sort of nippy pitbull, um, a, you know, really, really good, uh, really, really good sort of showing. Um, but then Tisha, obviously, the Tisha's on. As I say, a hell, equally, he's on a hell of a run as well. So, yeah, um, just really. You know, great ingredients making a great, great meal, really, isn't it? Uh, so, obviously, first half of the show was all Amboss, Robert Dreisker, and Icarus <laughs> over Ilya Bloom and Idle Blanc. 
it's fine for the wars is basically building up uh, Kafik Schlacht. Yeah. Um, Dover returning, uh, pinned Peach to Honey 13 minutes again. Oh, Dover looks good. I yeah. He yeah. didn't miss a beat. Um, and again, you've got Ambos back to full strength. Uh, you know, see where that goes if Kafik Schlacht next week because, like I say, since uh, summer, late summer, really, it's been kind of you know, uh, no suspension Ambos, I guess, for a better word. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, sorry, yep. go for it. No, go for it. No, so uh, for next up, we had the end of an era in Nerva Marketal. Bobby Guns losing for the first time in, I would say it's five, nearly six years. Uh, so he lost Metahan with Metahan's coward shot in the line. And this looks like they're putting Azel back together for the first time since those close set shows. Everybody's in Berlin, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, had, uh, so Rambo Night Touch ran out. Uh, one distracted for FU1 and actually got involved. And yeah, I mean, it was it was never like an official he's a free was to the end nor celebrating, but they got involved. You no, know, Norman House got involved as well. Of almost he was feigning or chasing um, I touch away before Rambo came, came out of vice versa. I forget which, which way it was. But um, so yeah, Metahan in Carrot, Bobby Guns is not. And he's got to start that stream, the streak all over again. Yeah, well, that's that's certainly a shame, and I think it does sort of lean into the whole um, guns being a little bit lost since sort of only friends really. Well, even since losing the belt, the main yeah, he's kind of been a little bit lost. Not necessarily, he's been storyline lost in the sense of he's kind of just like lost his mojo a little bit, isn't he? Um, He's doing, he's doing like he's. He's consistently putting in the really, really good performances, but there's also the element of that that he's putting in great performances, but it's not enough, and it's it's almost like he he needs he needs to have that sort of little push. And Mithahan, on the other hand, I say I think he's come back from he's come come back from sort of his uh, brief excursion elsewhere. And I really don't think I feel he 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 wrestles like half the person he did like three four years ago. Um, it's definitely a different style. I mean, yeah, I really can see how he works over Coward Weekend because they were kind of going this way before you know, COVID, where he's going to have was Abdul Nai touch at the time as Azel as his uh, henchman. I'm yeah. really interested whether you know. Does this continue with when he's leaning more on them going forward, or is this like a you know, getting his feet under the table? Then, go, I mean, he's he's getting other bookings. He's had GWF. He's doing Passion Pro as well. So it's not like he's just doing one or two matches a month. Um, yeah, very interested to see where the whole Meta Hunt thing goes in terms of wrestling and in terms of character. Because, like I say, for COVID, they looked to be going somewhere, and it looks right now they're in position to loop back to where they were forced to drop things. Yeah, I just yeah, I just feel like he, he's he's lost. <laughs> he's he's just unlike Guns, he's sort of storyline lost his mojo. I feel like he's Metahan seems to have just lost his mojo altogether. He's, he seems like half the wrestler he was four years ago for me, anyway. Soft Vatrad Levaniel beat uh, Tristan Archer in ten minutes fifty five to retain the title. This one of thoughts was fine. It had a flash finish, so it's. No, but I think the most important thing with this, it didn't have like a screw finish where we're going to go back and forth for three matches. Yeah, like we're going to have another three, yeah. yeah. This one was pretty clear. It was Archer's Impressive. final shot about out and out saying that. 
Um, I think as well with that, you probably well, archers and carrots, so he's got a shot a way to get back to the title yeah. if he wants to do that. But um, yeah, so that's it. And the main event they had on sanction, so no WXW canvas, no WXW referee, no WXW ring apron, but video screen and the dead end banners up on the roof. Uh, Jern Simmons beating Heisenberg in just under 17 minutes. Um, it was a pretty wild crawl, but I think oh, this is one where the crowd by the end, I think, was really starting to go. Like, I think this, I don't think it's a knock on either of them, but when you, know, you had the one, two, three, and you saw at least three or four people, it was like you could tell they were waiting at three counts for just get their you know, the Colts and go. One, two, three, chuck your coat on, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and I think the other, the other issue is that this is not the first time they've had this match in Hamburg, is it? Because they had it at the last one, didn't they? Effectively the same sort of thing. It was the street. Uh, so I'm looking back now. Or they had a big wild brawl at Hamburg. Yeah, that, so the brawl was in, um, brawl would have been in Bielefeld. Um, I swear at the last Hamburg show, it basically ended with Simmons. Simmons and Heisenberg doing that world because it was the uh, yes, it was after the title match. Uh, yeah. Heisenberg came out here. Uh, I'd filtered by just Mark Tal, not just Hamburg. It was the end of that when we did the whole year and can't challenge again until yeah. um, not unless Tristan's while Tristan's champion. And boy, that uh, shoe looks a bit um, like a loose end, it's been tied up after the last few shows, yeah, for sure. Uh, somebody else is certainly in care of. So, yeah, I mean, dead end. I mean, that's up on um, the directory now, uh, 2.0. Definitely check out uh, Tish Rum at the start. Uh, unsanctioned match notes of decent enough brawl. Metahan, Bobby Guns. They're probably second match for night for me. Uh, but, yeah, so that's the big block of uh, backlog taken care of. And just as well, because we've got a few shows coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, back to the Roots in Oberhausen this coming Saturday, January 28th. So we've got the k Tracks main event. That's Ambosses, Robert Dreisker, Icarus, and Dover taking on Peter Tahani, friend, uh, Sense of Alton, Igor Blanc. Elsewhere, we've got uh, Axel Tischer taking on Levaniel for the Unified World Wrestling title. Alice Inc. defending women's title against Amal. Maggot defending the shotgun belt against Lawrence Roman. We've got the Greedy Souls, Brendan White and Danny Jones debuting to take on Metahan and Rambo. Maria Della Rosa against Ava Everett. Uh, I haven't listed this, so it's good if I remember this. Yota Suji against Bobby Guns. And in the pre-show, it's Tristan Archer and gets Fast Time Mudo. That's a pretty loaded card for Back to the Roots. Loaded card and a lot of random stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of... Uh, it's not... It's not. Um, we're now moving away from sort of the, the, the established roster sort of pandemic sort of era. There's, there's the odd random person coming on. So, yeah, there is... There's a um, there's a lot of, sort of to digest on there. For me, Suji Guns was exactly what I would have booked um, yep. <laughs> if you'd given me if you'd given me uh, Suji at a WXW show for a weekend. I would have booked uh, him against Bobby Guns, and then the following day, I probably would have booked him against Tisha. Look what's happened. Yeah. So um, that AI <laughs> said your book of WXW. Do you want to confirm or deny that? Yeah, that AI thing said I was, wasn't it? Uh, so yeah, fight forever, January 29th in Gelsenkirchen, so this time next week as we're recording, uh, Robert Trisker and Lawrence Roman against the Greedy Souls uh, Tisha and Suji we've also got Justin Daniels against uh, Ilya Bloom, Fast Time Mudo against Anil Marek, Ava Everett against Ki- uh, Kaya Dream, Kia Dream I 
one of the two is bound to be right. Sorry there. Alison against Hua and Maria De La Rosa against Massimo Pesca. They've given us a book this weekend, haven't they? Yeah, well, uh, Justin Daniels, I think I saw his debut match. So, uh, How was the, uh, the big Sean uh, 2018? Sean O'Casey, uh, Community Centre, 2018, June 20, uh, July 20, uh, G- June 2018, uh, Flamboyant Fabio versus Justin yep. Daniels. Uh, yeah, and... I saw that debut. And Justin, uh, Flamboyant Fabio is now Irish. Well, he was at least time last time I looked the Irish junior heavyweight champion and um, Justin Daniels is, well, he's in WXW now, so brilliant. And I'll say he's not been there that day. The Big Sean is an absolute sweatbox, so absolutely not ironic at all that he's debuting in the sweatbox in Germany. You're one of the few venues that is as hot as the academy, <laughs> so yeah. Just with about 100% less chip balls. You just need to do the cockpit and he's done all three. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe Res Gal as well, uh, rest in peace up place. Yeah. But um, see, so yeah, I've got balls. One thing I would say from this week, this upcoming weekend, Greedy Souls is good, guys. Is maybe not where I would have gone, but I guess that's you know, check out their versatility, especially with Tag League being announced for September. So, a good way to get from the door there. Um, February 11th, uh, Road 16 Carrot Gold in Bielefeld. So, they've announced in tournament matches, uh, Anil Mar against Lily Bloom, Who against Alex Duke, and Fast Time Moodle against Heisenberg. One more match events the you know, mini tournament for two carrot spots. There, uh, February 12th, back in Gelsenkirchen for an Academy Live show with Carlos Amor and Thibaut Hendricks. Guess he was winning there. Danny Frey against Sebastian Suave. Plus on the poster, Ilya Blue, Michelle Green, Honiardi Tamas, Maverick and Alex Duke. Uh, March 4th, they're debuting in Bad Sackingen with Jörn Simmons against Tristan Archer, Robert Dreisker, Levaniel. And also on the poster, Calypso, Baby Allison, Maggot, Eidelblanc and Rick Salam. Yeah. Then, of course, March 9th, Gelsenkirchen for Inner Circle 13, 16 Carol Gold, Oberhausen, March 10th, 11 and 12th. We're and on then, the road. Then, end of March, at the Batch Cup in Frankfurt for 16 Carol Gold Revenge, Maggot, Alison, Clevaniel, Tristan Arch, Ahura, Baby Alison, Axel Tisch on the post. And yeah, it's just as well we've got the VOD situation sorted out because that was threatening to be an ugly, ugly backlog building up to Carrot. Yeah, time to go down as well. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad it certainly uh, seems to have been fixed now. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it, we're well on the we're well on the road to 16 carat. We're less than 50 days away as of recording date. You can work out what day we recorded. Uh, as of recording date, it is 47 days to uh, the start of 16 carat gold. 46 if you go into a circle. So, we're you know we're not that far away at all. Um, Time flies. We're we're about well by the by we're about. Four, six, six weeks, isn't it? Four, five, six weeks. So uh, not, six, seven weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not. Yeah, we're we're well we're well on the way. So uh, again, we've got previews. So there's we, a lot. There's a lot of wrestling to go there. Be previews evolving as they add names and all that. If you're going for the first time, like I know some people are, the travel guide as well. And one thing uh, Strigger passed on this week, as of uh, next month, no mask mandates. So yeah, uh, unless something. Weed happens and we end up you no know, going back three years. Uh, yeah. One less thing to pack uh, on the flight. Well, no, pack, pack it anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, if, if unless you're the kind who do, no, never agreed, but I'll be taking the you know, my reusable and my um, was it the FFP2s. Uh, well worth it. I mean, hell, you still seeing people shows wearing them now. So, um, yeah, whatever makes you comfortable, especially with the numbers still being as high as we are. 
no, it's fine about balance or whatever works for you. But um, so yeah, so a lot going on, and I guess we're we'll back. You know, looking at uh, back to roots in a couple of weeks, and then do the big uh, ugly carrot preview. But Mike. Anything to plug before we wrap it up, Ian? Um, well, unfortunately, I've <laughs> like WXW where we had the bit of a backlog. Um, I've been a little bit grounded because of weather and strikes and things, so I've not really gone to much football. However, probably in a couple of weeks, we should have a very exciting new episode of the Groundhopper's Guide, uh, but obviously that will be in a few weeks. That's over, I think, Tanuel's tanuel.com slash groundhoppers football. Or look for the Arn and Eddie Groundhoppers on, on uh, yeah, Arn and Eddie Groundhoppers Guide on um, YouTube. There we go. Uh, the same place you can find WXW. So. Yeah, <laughs> on Stop Shop. And of course, you can listen to us on YouTube if that's your jam. We've also got our own Twitter account finally at AlfiePresserPod. Please follow us for some reason. Twitter doesn't think we're real. I just blame me on all his algorithms. I blame me on half yeah, uh, But also follow um, at Big Back Body Drop for reviews, at Ian Wrestling for my crap. Uh, you're at Mike Kilby on everything. I'm at Mike Kilby on absolutely everything. Come and... be my friend on LinkedIn. He wants to use that? <laughs> no. I'm used to training work gives me. You can add me if you want. But um, yeah, also keep an eye on backbodydrop.com. Uh, there's going to be some work taking place, I think, at the end of this month. Uh, moving stuff off, so will be a new look coming, I hope, in time for Carrot and Lay 7. Uh, absolutely shits for bed, knocking on wood furiously here, but. Yep, so that make do for another episode of Alfie Fresser. We'll see you in a few weeks after Back to the Roots. Postrexreviewnow.com back online. So whatever you've missed, catch up. And we shall see you in a few weeks. Cheers. Cheers.